Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, everybody. Day four of our state of emergency. Do you still feel on edge? Now that we're in day four of the homeless state of emergency declared by our new mayor, Karen Bass. Um, counting on you to see the effect of it. That the I, homeless I, are off the streets I, and we are uh, safe to take away this alarm. I, I've seen uh, no change after four days. No. no nothing. 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 There was a crazy guy at the bottom of the ramp on the 101 uh, who was uh, bothering people waiting on the light. That's what I saw today. That was my uh, first every encounter. Day, don't yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, I do, I yeah. do. It's it's uh, because they're 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 so mobile. I mean, they don't just like get get their brain fried and uh, you know lay on the ground in the park, right? They they go yeah. they go into stores, and it's just it's just it, because it's just relentless. It's like if you spend any time outside, it's like every few minutes, right? You go into any parking lot, you go into any store, any sidewalk you're walking down, there's always something. And I'm on complete alert because I'm assuming they're all insane. They're all on meth. They're all going to be aggressive. They've all got a knife. I, I'm no longer one of these naive people saying, oh, well, he looks harmless. Yeah, he looks harmless until something fires off in his brain and then uh, you have a knife in your neck. So no, you, you can't take that chance. I'm not taking any more chances, and I don't care if it's stereotyping, discrimination, whatever the hell you want to call demonizing. it. Demonizing. Demonizing. In the words of your old buddy Mike Bonin, demonizing. Yeah, like well, to say. I'm uh, not going to let this uh, demonize the homeless. I'm demonizing. You uh, shall not judge all the homeless by one's violent actions. That's right. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not taking any risks. This is survival. Instincts are kicking in now. 
Well, uh, surprise, surprise, although I think I know the angle, the El Segundo Times writer Doug Smith, senior writer, it's been there a long time, did quite a front page story today on a mother who's trying to find a way to get conservatorship for her mentally ill homeless son. Did you read that story? Yes. Uh, Deborah Smith is her name. Her son's name is Nicholas. And uh, it's a long read. It tells you about her ordeal over the years and realizing that this guy was <clears throat> really out there and uh, we need something more permanent. The basic, we'll get through the details in a moment. The, the basic thing is she cannot get him committed for anything but a short period of time. And they keep releasing him and saying basically that he's not a harm to himself and others. Time to let him go. She's concluded it's because the system is short of beds and it's short of workers, the mental health care system in California. So they have to have a revolving door because there's always another guy lined up that's going to get involuntarily committed and they got to keep uh, things moving along. That was kind of her conclusion from this. But um, her quote is, she, she said, what they have yet to provide, the only option that she believes holds any hope for Nicholas, this guy's like 29 now, years old, is long-term involuntary commitment. As his episodes grew more frequent and severe, she pleaded with one psychiatric hospital after another to petition for conservatorship, the civil process that empowers a public guardian to order a person into locked treatment. Quote, I want to conserve. He's not able to manage his own life. He's erratic. We can't control him. He doesn't have a place to stay. He doesn't eat. Well, the reply is, he's not a danger to himself and others. The fundamental definition of gravely disabled, which is the legal basis for extending a temporary detention. It's the definition is whatever some lobbyist wrote when they conceived the bill many years ago. It's got no relation to real life. It's just an arbitrary definition. But the bureaucratic heads in all these agencies and at these hospitals just look at the, uh, you know, the words and say, oh, he doesn't qualify. And I think it's because budgetarily we don't want him here. We don't have enough room to, to commit everybody that ought to be committed. So we're just going to have to make these decisions that unless they're incredibly bad, we're not keeping them. You know, I mean, look at this story. She, she, what happens is he comes home, stays with her for a while, then things get ugly. He leaves, and she tries to find out where he is. And on October 7th, he was arrested in Santa Monica. He was standing in traffic, waving a knife, and wearing a ghost face, uh, ghost face mask from the movie Scream. Mm -hmm. Does not not scream out, this is a person that is gravely well, disabled? Waving a knife in traffic? There's... If John Cobell had been driving by... <laughs> There is nobody uh, who cares. We don't have a system to deal with the uh, seriously mentally ill. We just don't have it. And it doesn't seem that anybody in power cares. I mean, there's there's uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of guys like this. And we see them on the streets. We all know what they are. And so do the people at uh, these healthcare workers and these bureaucrats at the hospitals. And so do the politicians. They all know what it is. They simply won't do anything about it. We're also uh, moving it's, into it's this. A, it's uh, a standoff. This period of not only do we not want people in jail and prison, we don't even want people in mental health facilities. Oh, that's the crowd that's running things now because uh, he got arrested in Santa Monica. She pleaded with the Santa Monica Police Department, just hold him till his court appearance Monday. He got released that night. Uh, Waving a knife in traffic. And we, that's just one of like the 10 stories she told in here of his crazy near violent behavior. And you could talk to the mother 
of every one of those crazy people out on the streets with their drug addictions and mental illness and their violence, you'll get a similar story. Th th there are thousands and thousands of people so crazy they cannot be contained, and they're never going to get better. There is no treatment that's going to fix them. This is what she said. She believes the hospitals that discharged Nicholas after a few days knew that he was gravely disabled. The yeah. real reason they declined to seek a conservatorship was their resistance to committing expensive acute care hospital beds for months while the petition works its way through the court. That's right. They'll lose money. That's right. Less yeah. costly long-term facilities are chronically backed up. See, if... So this is why he keeps getting spun out the door, and she thinks eventually he's going to take some fentanyl and die. That's actually what she's thinking is going to happen. And that's what happens five times a day in the city of Los Angeles. Right. 2,000 times a year, that's exactly what happens. All those 2,000 people should have been locked up somewhere, and instead they're let to die. And this is the official policy of the city and the county and the state. This is the policy, and they know this is the policy. We can yell at them and state the obvious. We can read this story forwards and backwards and in 12 different languages. There's nothing they don't know. Uh, they just don't care. And now she's got to wait till the fall of 2024 when uh, Gavin Newsom's care court goes into effect. But she even thinks they don't have enough resources. And, it and, probably won't be a great idea. And it, yeah, and who knows how that, if that's actually going to work, right? Yeah, because he, he's often so, all show yeah, and, and no substance. It, right now it's a catchy name, care court. What are the details if you, uh, if you really have a kid who's around 30 years old and is completely out of his mind. What are the details about getting him locked up and having him stay there? There, there is no desire among people in government or people in the healthcare system to do anything for these people because, like with this guy, they look at it, it's like, well, we're not going to take him in. That's a money loser. It's all about making profits at these places. It's all about making profits. And, wow. and, and for the state, it's all about uh, uh, tax money. It, it, it's not about care. She they don't want to seven, spend tax money on this. Seven psych holds on him by the time he was 21 years old. Mm. Yeah, he would just uh, go from home to home, but often he would leave. A lot of involuntary holds. Uh, at psych hospitals, 2015, 2019, 2020, twice last year, March of this year. They don't keep him for very long. And there's a couple of times he's been arrested uh, for having a deadly weapon. Um, he broke his father's cell phone with a dumbbell bar where he stayed in prison for a couple of months, but comes right back out again. And then she says, there are moments of lucidity. He'll call me. It'll seem like things are fine. But one time she called him and he said, oh, I'm playing chess with Jesus. Yeah. Another time she found him walking on the road with a plastic bag full of Bibles slung over his shoulder. He's emaciated. I mean, what is the definition of gravely disabled? If not a person like this, who is uh, frithering away because he's not eating and, of course, is out of his mind and is very potentially violent. I think they, 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 if, if it's a physically disabled person, it's, it's easier for them to get into the system and have a conservator. When you have somebody who can't walk, oh, can't, can't walk, can't right. feed themselves. That, yeah, that's yeah. Can't what long-term care is right. about. You have to not be able to perform certain but life functions. The mental illness stuff, uh, somebody, I just read the quote today, there aren't enough mental health workers in the nation 
by far to deal with what's going on. There are no clinics. There are no hospitals. There are no programs. There is no tax money that the state wants to spend. It is simply not an interesting topic for everybody in government. And, and they, they, they don't have a response. It's, it, pretty much it's let them die. Because it, yeah. looked, it looked to them, to the people in charge, it looks like a waste of money. It's like here you have a crazy, violent, compulsive person, whack job, drug addict, schizophrenic, whatever. Hey, we can't fix them. Why are we going to waste the money on it? They don't look at them as human beings. This, to this mother, that's, that's her son. That's the she little started, baby she gave birth to. She started recording him. She started recording their conversations to try to gain evidence that he needs conservatorship. Yeah, and one time he said to her, are you going to your coffin tonight or the next couple of days after the coroner looks at your body with two bullets in the head and a cracked skull? You're going to run in the bedroom and lock your door and they're going to they're going to kick it in. And she said, do you think someone's coming? Oh, I keep having recurring dreams. Yeah, well, those are the guys who follow through. However, she took this to a clinician who said, I think you got good evidence here. But the judge declined him to put him on a temporary conservatorship pending See? a hearing. See? She doesn't know why. But she heard, once again, he's not really a danger to himself or others. No. He's just talking. He's just insane, and that's just an insane person talking. And we are not going to spend the money, and we are not going to take up the space. And there's, we can't fix him. I, I, think, I think part of the futility uh, that, that uh, the workers and the bureaucracies feel is, what are we going to do? Pay for him for the next 60 years? And have him screaming and ranting and raving and assaulting the mental health care workers. Why do we well, want to take that on? Do we really want to? Do we want to have a a, a warehouse with a hundred or five hundred of these people? What's no, the point? That's what the complaint was back in the day. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, that became an ugly place because that's what they were doing. Because they just drugged everybody because that was the way to keep them calm. That that's the only thing you can do. See, what they did, minus the cruelty and abuse, is the only thing you can do is you drug them up, let them lay there like zombies, and strap them in if they get out of control. I don't think there's anything else you can do. That's why they used to give crazy people lobotomies years ago. You know, well, they, they used to put an ice pick just above the eyeball. Then we shouldn't act all upset and sad when someone like this who kept, get, kept getting released kills somebody. Now, if they die, it's a sad thing, but you had that coming because you wouldn't uh, put them into any kind of commitment. But if they kill people, well, I mean, you can't complain about it if you have a system like this where you're just letting them out the door every couple of days. I, I feel for this woman. I mean, she just had a bad draw with a child uh, that is yeah. uh, really far out so, there. Yeah, sometimes they're just born that way. All right, we got uh, more coming up, like we always do. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Tomorrow is the Moist Line, right? Friday, 5 o'clock hour? Yes. Last one of the year. Got to tell you that. So if you haven't made it onto the Moist Line this year, well, you may have to wait till next year if you don't get your call in. You can use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. After the news at 2.30, stand by. We got good stuff on Gavin Newsom. The California governor who made a border visit this week in dramatic fashion. I don't think he had a lot of media there. Of course, the El Segundo Times sent somebody. But he got some national coverage. Well, 
Well, Newsom always travels with uh, a tongue from the L.A. Times. <laughs> As in bath? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we'll, uh, we'll play you some audio from this week versus just a couple of months ago, and it seems to be he's saying completely different things concerning the border and uh, the uh, flow of migrants. We'll get to that coming up after the news at uh, 2.30. Making news right now, the Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin, has asked the state's inspector general to investigate the Virginia State Police's hiring of Austin Lee Edwards, the cop who died. Apparently, he shot himself after he killed three members of that 15-year-old Riverside girl's family. He had catfished her online, then came out to California, waited for them to come home, and there was some type of confrontation he killed her mother and her grandparents, then took off with her, and police caught up with them later, and he killed himself. She is fine, but the reason there needs to be an investigation is that he apparently had a major meltdown in 2016 with his father. He cut his hand, he threatened to kill himself and to kill his father. EMT came, the police came. How did he get hired? I think that's what the governor of Virginia wants to know. How yeah. did he get hired after that? All we heard so far from them was, well, it was a human error. Which means they know what happened. They don't want to admit, you know, who screwed up, who didn't do their job. The only way you'd miss this is if you didn't do the background check for, that, for his name. I wonder the how much they reports. skip then, right? Yeah. Well, it's one thing to have a criminal record now. He had some sort of a, didn't he have like a yeah, temporary detention order? Would that be, and then he went to a psych facility. So yeah, right. Would that be under a different collection of records or something is you that know, why and they just got lazy they didn't look there yes i don't know yeah they got lazy and they didn't look yeah it's not like he was a bank robber this would probably go no. through a different system because i i suspect that most of the places that claim they do background checks including police departments don't because uh that's work and i yeah. think most people in their little cubicle holes don't want to work because it's boring and especially if you work for the government why should you work? You're not going to get fired. And you're going to get a lifetime pension someday. So just sit there. Yeah, one of the... Uh, and I think that's what they do. They sit there. Spokespeople for the Virginia State Police says, Oh, no, we do not hire troopers who have been detained under emergency custody orders or what they call temporary detention of orders. Of course not. But apparently this fell through the cracks. Our background check process did not work. I hate that phrase. That phrase is banned, fell through the cracks. Oh, no, I, I, yeah. I, I gave that one. She didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> they just said human error. That was not a quote. It, 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 but I, if you want to ban me from saying it, okay. Well, I'm going to ban you from saying it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ban I myself would, from saying it. I rarely say it, but I was just trying to uh, well, because, rephrase what they said. Because, they just said human error. Yeah, it's it's people not. I am tired of all the excuses. Like, well, you know, it's red tape. It's uh, you know, got lost in the bureaucracy. You're all. Oh, you know what they did? All, it looks like all... they looked at his prior employers. No employers disclosed any troubles or reprimands or internal investigations pertaining to Edwards. That's maybe all they did. They didn't look at anything yeah. else but where he worked before. Because that's what a lot of people do when they're going to hire you. They like to see what happened with you with your previous employers. They might look at a criminal database, but often what they're interested in. But when you're going to be a cop, there has to be a higher bar. Yeah, yeah. Because if you had a moment like that, the next time you have a moment like that, you may end up uh, killing people. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and look, he had another moment. He Big did, moment. Yeah. 
Now, I, I, well, I, I, but again, you know what that is? That is a, a, a lack of acceptance about the depth of mental illness that human beings have. Tremendous mental illness. And there seems to be more of it than ever. Uh, and, and especially accelerated by all the drug use. And it, it's just everyone plays pretend. Everyone just doesn't doesn't respond. I, I Though it's sort of being overlooked here. He entered the Virginia State Police Academy, graduated January 21st, became a state trooper. But then he quit and he took a job with the sheriff's office in Washington County as a deputy uh, what about their background check? Did they just rely on the fact that he was a Virginia State Trooper graduate? And they just thought, okay, well, they did the background check. We don't have to. Because it seems like they didn't do anything either to vet him. He, he got a job with the sheriff's it's department. It's the same story. It's another guy in a cubicle who didn't want to bother. Now I understand why the governor wants an investigation Look, into this. You know, the thing is, we accept a lot of absurdity in life, right? And we shrug it off because you, you can't change it. It's like you, you, you want to uh, apply for a building permit, right? And it yeah. takes six months. Why would it should it take six months, right? You go you 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 go to the DMV and it's it's a long slow line. Why is it? There's no reason for any of this. You know, you fill any kind of government form and you send it. Or and this is true if you deal with insurance companies or or or, or all the all the bureaucracy in America. Nobody nobody answers the phone anymore, right? You you get customer service reps who who don't even speak English. They're not even in your hemisphere. It's, it's just a complete lack of anybody cares. What does it matter? Now, this is not to say he still wouldn't have come to California and he still wouldn't have catfished the girl online, even if he was not a Virginia State trooper or a county deputy, right? He could still have come to California and, oh, and done yeah, this. Oh, but... yeah, that's right. I mean, it might have you know changed the trajectory of his life. Because he somewhat. pretended to be a teenager. He didn't pretend to be what he was, right. a cop or anything. So, uh, it, it's just, uh, you know, fate led him to that day where he found this girl online. I mean, you also, people have to protect themselves. There are a lot of crazy catfishers out there. That's another stupid term, too. I hate that. Uh, it's a stupid term. And, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of those guys out there, right? Men are basically predators. And it just, it, it, how much, how civilized have they become? since they were born right and 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 some guys never get civilized and they're always predators and they're always acting out you know whether it's harvey weinstein or this guy and you have to especially if you have daughters raise them never to go online and talk to strangers but there's a lot of parental negligence that goes on all right when we come back gavin newsom then and gavin newsom now but it's really just a couple of months apart where he makes completely different statements about what's going on at the U.S.-Mexico border. A couple of months ago, ah, this is all made-up stuff. Now, it's an emergency. California's going under. We're spending a lot to take in the migrants. Wow. Uh, we'll play the audio. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Listen to this headline about the Harvey Weinstein case. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, they're, they're not deliberating today. Oh, they're not? They took the no, day off? No, I heard oh. Deborah say yesterday they went home yesterday, and that's it till Monday. Yeah, they're oh. not back till Monday. They're tired? They're taking Thursday and Friday off? Sometimes Sometimes juries skip Fridays. Wow. But... Uh, doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency there. Anyway, the headline is, Weinstein hung? Question mark? Oh, very cute. <laughs> With all this talk about his genitalia. Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's a real headline. Isn't that what it has to be? Yeah, it must be. 
But when that happens, they send a note to the judge that they're deadlocked. Have they have they have they done that? We haven't been told or they've not done that. Maybe these people want more time off work. Or oh, you're right. Or maybe they think that they can resolve this without going to the judge. Maybe they're not hopelessly deadlocked. I don't know. <laughs> hopelessly <speculate>. deadlocked. <laughs> hopelessly deadlocked. That's, you've, that's you've usually me- what they say because they want to get out. They want to just you've declare a mistrial and start over. All the media cliches. You you have them. I do. You can spit them out like a machine. <laughs> no, wait a minute. I didn't say. What are the Times words again? Uh, it's a whirlwind or it's a we're we're reeling. <laughs> we're reeling. <laughs> we're roiled. And we're roiled. We're roiled and reeling. Uh, joining us after 3 o'clock is Brandon Judd. He is the president of the National Border Patrol Council. That's the Border Patrol agents. Wow. He can talk to us. I'm actually starting to see this week more coverage by the rest of the media on the U.S. border. It's happening. Um, because there's, <laughs> as much as it was a huge surge most of this year, right now it's off the charts. Because the crowd is finding out that Title 42 is going to end. Apparently, it's about a week from today. And when that ends, there's supposed to be an even bigger surge. They're just trying to get a head start. It's sort of like early Black Friday shopping. Yeah. So, so they're coming to our border already and camping out. Well, f- Fox- Did you see the Wall Street Journal pictures about the, with El Paso? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The well, mobs that are just sitting there lined up at the border. Yeah. Well, Fox covers it every day. Bill, our friend Bill Malusian is down there. Oh yeah, no, I know. Certain media outlets cover it, but. right? But 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 they but they have drones that go flying over, <laughs> and so they have an official estimate. They think it's going to be about fourteen thousand to alarm their xenophobic audience. That's right. Is that what they're trying to do? Well, we'll see if they're right. Sure, looks <laughs> like they're right from the uh, photos. I know all the tricks on both sides. Fourteen thousand a day they're expecting. Ah, so he can talk about this surge. And how bad it's going to be when Article Title 42 is actually uh, so, dissolved. Just just so you know, in case your favorite network newscast doesn't run any coverage, which is the way it's been most of the time for two years, there's there's going to be video of maybe 14,000 people a day piling over the border. And that's what they won't show. All right. So we present to you <laughs> idiot number one in the state, Gavin Newsom, the governor who, of course, is running for president. He's bored being your governor because the problems we have, including homelessness, he's bored, right? I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, He's raising money. Apparently, I have read that he has compiled a digital database of emails, phone numbers, Mm. so all the people are going to give him money when he runs for president. Whether or not it's in 24 remains to be seen. He's acting like, oh, no, no, not even in 2028. No, I'm not interested. But everything, what? Not what people say, it's what they do. No, so everything he does is somebody running for president. Yeah, and plus we know he's a pathological liar, so if he says he's not running, well, of course he's running. So he made an appearance at the border. The opposite. Sticking his beak in another big national subject, he went to the U.S.-Mexico border here in uh, Eastern California. We present to you first, though, because he called it a big crisis, particularly the state got to pay out billions because we're taking in some of these migrants and he needs help from Washington and the border's broken and blah, blah, blah. But back in September at the code conference, whatever that is, he was asked uh, by Preet Bahara about people leaving California and Newsom goes off and blames Trump and then talks about the U.S.-Mexico border. Are more people leaving California for Texas? We're leaving Texas for California. Well, we lost about 182,000 folks 
in the last century. But how do you explain that <clears throat> against the backdrop of those very remarkable statistics you just cited? Um, many factors, and there's been two deep analysis that drives the number one factor, the, almost, the, the vast majority, almost the entire amount, impacted because of the visa policies in the Trump administration. I mean, our formula for success is getting first-round draft choices around the rest of the world. I mean, we're as dumb as we want to be. This whole damn border debate is made up. It's made up. Where's Congress? Where the hell are they? They haven't done their job. Both parties, comprehensive immigration reform. No state has more to lose, more state has more, state has more to gain than the state of California, from Silicon Valley to Central sure. Valley on that reform. So it's a combination of those factors. Now, what he's mostly talking about here is the whole visa thing. And we talked about this in depth a couple of years ago when Trump was trying to tamp down on these visas uh, where they were bringing in sometimes tech workers from India to replace Americans in their jobs. Yeah. Remember that famous story of a Disney worker actually had to train his replacement? He's, that, well, that's first the main all, context of he, this. He's lying. Because it was the Cub most country, of right? the Most of the people are, are that, le that leave California— and everybody knows somebody who's left California. They're leaving because of the quality of life. And they're moving to any number of states like uh, Texas, Arizona, Las Vegas. They're not tech, tech workers. They're not Indians on a visa. You know, he, he, he plucked that. that. That is a separate category there. And if you leave on a visa, if you're leaving for visa purposes, you're going to end up going home, back to the home country. Because your visa ties you to that job. So he's, he's lying and misleading people. People are moving out for obvious reasons, all right? But the key quote there is, the whole damn border debate is made up. Is made up? Made up. And this is September. Now, we saw a surge all year long. We're seeing a bigger surge now than we did in September. Which brings us to Monday when he went to the border, and this is part of what he said. The fact is, what we've got right now is not working, and it's about to break in a post-42 world, unless we take some responsibility and ownership. So, and going back to the first clip, should we, we should pass comprehensive immigration reform amnesty, and that's going to tamp down the flood at the border? Are you kidding me? When the world finds out that we're giving out an amnesty again, we'll be even more overwhelmed than, than ever. Yeah. That that phrase because all the, the 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 thinking will be if you can get into the country, wait for the next amnesty. That phrase and then you'll be on the path to citizenship. For twenty years, comprehensive immigration reform has been a another tired it's cliche. A code for amnesty. Tired yeah. cliche phrase that means amnesty, and that that's what he's pushing there. But um, if if we if we gave that amnesty, that's not going to relieve California of all the financial burdens of caring for their housing. Their schooling, their medical care, uh, and it's going to be a huge, especially now with Biden erasing the border. It's going to be thousands and thousands, tens of thousands more coming to California. Right. So yes, it's it's going to break the budget because now he he's talking like this. There's a there's a deficit projected. That ninety seven billion dollar surplus has now turned into a deficit. Because that was a one-time fake money gift from the federal government. It's gone now. It's been spent. Yeah. And he's sitting there sitting on his thumb right now because he doesn't know what to do next. So Ooh, now he's going to smell good. He's, no, that's uh, you don't want to touch his thumb. So he, he's so that now he's this uh, this immigration hawk. Now oh, it's going to break us.
I, I, you know what? He is. Boy, uh, is he running for president here, or is he preparing for the next big deficit? Because he's already pleading almost poverty. And the reason he's saying it's breaking us is because apparently, and who said you had to? California's been taking in a lot of these migrants. I wasn't even aware of that, were you? Uh, we've seen that they've been sent to other, well, Florida governor and Texas governor I, sending I, them to New York and, and Chicago and places well, like that. But The federal government it was flying migrants all over the country. Over. Yeah. So and maybe behind, you know, our backs, Newsom was saying, sure, send them here. And yeah. secretly just providing places for them. I don't know. That's what he, but he's acting like they spent a lot of money, like a billion dollars or something. Well, he says it's it's about to break us, so they must have sent a lot here, and nobody publicized it because we now have a left wing media that just ga- engages in cover up and propaganda. So if we got thousands and thousands of illegal aliens, that is no longer published as news. Now that happens, but in he the just dark. gave out health care for illegal aliens. Yeah. They've been passing. These budgets the last couple of years with all this permanent spending in it, we're going to be screwed if the deficit reports come true next year. And they probably will. This is a, a bad year for the stock markets, and it'll probably roll over into next year. And that really affects their income tax take, which is a big part of their budget. All right. Again, we'll be talking to Brandon Judd after three. He is the president of the Border Patrol Council. That's the union for the Border Patrol agents. He can tell us all about the surge, particularly, man, El Paso, Texas. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, again, after uh, 3 o'clock, Brandon Judd will be back on the show, president of the National Border Patrol Council, of course, the union for the Border Patrol agents to talk about the surge, to talk about the end of Title 42, which has held back some of the tide and... Because it's going to end, it's leading to a huge surge right now, particularly in El Paso, Texas. Also, apparently, Mayorkas came and Border Patrol agents confronted him recently with all sorts of questions about uh, the fact that they are just overworked. Some of them are having mental health problems. There have been some suicides. Uh, It's a terrible situation because uh, uh, I I think it was uh, Brandon Judd who said this on on TV yesterday. Uh, If if there are 2,000 immigrants coming over the border each day, 2,000, the Border Patrol is stretched to its limits. Now, if you're talking about, you know, 10 to 20,000, then it's going to be complete chaos. Right. They're forced to do all this asylum paperwork. That's part of the problem. There's there's plenty of people coming in. There's also a lot of people coming in uh, and, and not just not just to run in and disappear, but to run in and officially get asylum because they hope eventually that leads to some kind of legal protection. Right. And, he's, you know, the, the Border Patrol agents have to handle all this ridiculous government paperwork. All so, right, so we'll get into it with uh, Brandon after 3 o'clock. Well, some good news, something we talked about a couple of times this week, and that was, well, it started out bad news for John Cobelt, the end of the Griffith Park Pony Rides. After 70 years, they're shutting down. The city did not renew their license. Uh, The problem for operator Stephen Weeks was, what am I going to do with all these ponies? The good news is, apparently, almost all of them have been, and I hate this term, (laughs) rehomed. Why don't people speak English anymore? People like to rename things because it's cool to come up with something. Rehomed. It's also softer it's like oh they've been given a new home that they're just say rehomed they just say they've been they've, they have a new home i i don't know 
I don't know. I had somebody that I know last year, a few years ago, adopted a puppy and it didn't work out. And she said to me, yeah, I've rehomed it. This is like the first time I heard that word. <clears throat> you what? I rehomed yeah, it. If you, if you look at some of these websites that are trying to get dogs adopted, they'll say they need to be rehomed. That's the trendy term? Yes. Yeah, because it's cozier and nicer. Uh, he said that he got tons of telephone calls and emails with all the publicity in the story. And when people found out that the ponies need a home, they responded. Said 50 calls a day since the announcement. Almost all of them have found homes, 25. Now, a lot of them are going to farms, but he says there's a few that are, uh, now this talks to Deborah Mark's side, not in good shape. They're going to have to go to a sanctuary because they're going to need special care for the, re- <laughs> for the rest of their lives. They're kind of broken down. <laughs> See, because of going around and around and around. Yeah, how would you like around. somebody sitting on your back all day? I wouldn't like it at all, Ken. They get on your hands and knees, John, and walk around. Deborah yeah, Mark John. will jump up there and... <laughs> yeah. See if you like that. Well. With heels. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, this sounds like a pretty wild uh, amusement park That's ride, creepy. huh? That's creepy. Yeah. It's your idea. Uh, yeah, he said uh, they got all sorts of uh, inquiries. They claim that they're vetting. All well, some of, of them the- got old. Yes, yeah, some it of doesn't them mean, It doesn't mean the ponies were abused. I mean, just, they were just old. Yeah. Happens yeah. to everybody. No, it said that the city did hire a third-party vet to examine the animals, and no abuse was found. Right. That that, that should be the, the big report. That should be the first line of all these stories: is they checked out the ponies. None yeah. of them were abused. None of them they were, were suffering. They were interviewed one by one. Sure. Separate in, in separate rooms, right? Yes. <laughs> and they said they're done. They're tired, and they just want to live their lives without people on their backs. Or maybe they say, I enjoy the children, and I get food here and a place to sleep. It's not a burden for a horse or a pony to, to ride somebody on their back. I know. I, yeah, I, it's I, kind of their genetic I'm on the fence about that. I just don't ride horses, but I am on the fence. But you know what? These ponies are going to live their best lives. No. <laughs> They're going to be bored to death. No. They used to have all day they had work. No, I, they had purpose. They were making little children happy. Well, you know what? If they're rehomed to a family that has some <laughs> small kids, then there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think they're mostly going to farms where there's already horses, he said. So they'll just be part of uh, the collection. Part of of but he claims they will not be working in their new homes. He wanted to make that clear that they're not going to be sent to another <laughs> to another pony ride place. That's what he thinks, anyway. Well, I, and they're not going to be plowing the fields. I, you know or... what? I just, I just hate that that screaming mental patients have uh, destroyed another source of pleasure you for mean, children like and families. <laughs> She's no, been rather I, on their side. I'm I, just implying being, being on their side is different from being out there. Oh, being out there with scream, the bullhorn, screaming yeah. at the children, which is what they were doing. I would never scream at the children. No, no. Would you know. scream at the parents? Well, maybe. <laughs> it's more likely. All right. Our guest next is Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, He's always great. You got to hear this interview. And of course, uh, he'll be pretty worked up. There is another border surge going on because uh, this uh, Title 42 that kept a lot of migrants out because of COVID is about to expire. And even though it's not news in America, it is sure news in other parts of the world. So we've got a brand new surge. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. 
Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.